0: that's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. DDW, avoid work prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.
2: <laughs> Big Blue Insider is on. News Radio 630 WLAP.
3: Welcome to the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel with you on a Friday. It is the eve of game day, and it is indeed game day. This week, last week, it was game night, but of course, Kentucky takes on Youngstown State at noon tomorrow. You'll hear the game right here on 630 WLAP. There will be a good crowd. That is my prediction, so don't get caught up in traffic. Uh, Traffic was just unbelievable last week because of the crowd, or I should say two weeks ago for the home opener, but... Don't assume you're going to be able to slide right in there because it is a noon game. I suspect it might be a better than average noon crowd, but I don't expect a sellout. Still, this is a fun team to watch. If you're on the fence, take your radio with you, take your phone, take whatever. But uh, check it out. Because, as I said, this could be a special season in the making. And we're going to talk more football naturally tonight with Eli Gain of the UK TV Network. That comes up a little bit later. Gary Graves of the Associated Press. Uh, Billy Rutledge will join us as well. And coming up in a few minutes, we'll hear from Mark Stoops and Rich Scangarillo as they break down Kentucky's win over Florida and the upcoming game of the Youngstown State Penguins. Wildcats should be 3-0 oh. After this one, adding to the Mark Stoops total of all-time wins at Kentucky. Kyle Tucker with some interesting numbers. He tweeted out a link to The Athletic today. And again, I can't stress this more. The Athletic's a great website. And if you like reading, quality stuff, not just from UK, but colleges, pros, you can tailor-make the website to bring you front and center to your favorite teams And they just got terrific writers, and Kyle's one of them, of course. There are a lot of good people covering the UK beat, and Kyle's one of them. But here are some of the numbers that he posted when he was talking about the fact, he said, Mark Stoops doesn't assume history, great or terrible, dictates the future of a program. Pretty obvious, because Stoops really wanted this job. And a lot of other guys really wanted this job, flirted with success, knew that it was possible... If the right things fell into place, and for one reason or another, it, it, they just couldn't really sustain it for a long time. Uh, and, of course, a couple of guys didn't have much success at all. But, in the meantime, consider this. Since 2016, when Stoops really began to turn things around at Kentucky, Florida State, where he once was, he came from Florida State, was a D coordinator and a lead recruiter. Florida State... 28 and 33, one winning season, two bowl appearances, one bowl victory, three head coaches. Florida State, Nebraska, we well, you know that's a dumpster fire. 20 and 39, no winning seasons, no bowl appearances, three head coaches. Tennessee, and the debate lives on on social media with UK fans and Tennessee fans swapping insults. Tennessee 29 and 33, two winning seasons, two bowl appearances, one bowl win, three head coaches. Now I will say I think Tennessee's on the upswing, but you know, I've thought that before. And of course, meanwhile since 2015, Stoops 49 and 29, six bowl games, four straight bowl wins, two 10-win Seasons, and you can qualify that any way you want. If you're a Tennessee fan or whatever, you can talk about strength of scheduling. And look, I went back and looked at Bear Bryant's seasons, and naturally, Bear Bryant, fabulous, because you add in what he did at Alabama, and he's there with Sabeman as as one and one a, the best ever. But not all of Bear Bryant's teams every week played college football powerhouses just didn't happen back then just like it doesn't happen now i and i can't say if the if the talent was diluted i don't know they didn't play against african american players it, you know it's it's tough to compare eras there's no question about that but you can't really compare in all fairness and stoops will tell you this him and bear bryant because of what bryant went on to do at alabama when the playing field was much more level And honestly, I think that might be what sets Saban apart. Because since Bryant was in his heyday, so much has been done to add parity to college football. Scholarship limits, all kinds of different rules. And yet, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, right now, cream of the crop. But are we stunned when those teams lose? Not necessarily. So anyhow... Tip of the cap to uh, to Kyle for sharing those numbers. Uh, what's going on elsewhere? Well, last night, of course, Amazon Prime, first Thursday night game. Opening montage was incredible. Of course, they've been working on that since the day they got the contract. But uh, still, something like that, t- take it from me, as someone who worked in television uh, most of his career, that takes so many people, so much energy, so many hours in the edit booth and it worked. It was fantastic. There's no question about that. Can they do it again next Thursday? Probably not. But this was the introductory montage to Amazon prime football. As for the broadcast, a buddy of mine who's been in the business forever texted me and said, at least on his TV, it looked better than any game he's ever seen. All I could tell him is I read that they had 13 super slow-mo cameras Involved, or fan cameras capable of, of shooting super slow-mo, which may have had something to do with it. Otherwise, it was pretty much, I thought, like a regular NFL game elsewhere. They had great people on there. You know, Al Michaels, Kirk Street, Kaylee Hartung back covering sports. She's been covering news of late, and I guess is uh, allowed to do both now. But I will say this. I don't know about you, but and I go through Roku, toward the end of the game, the audio and video didn't match up. The audio was ahead of the video. In other words, on a deep touchdown throw by Herbert of the Chargers, I heard Al Michaels say caught for a touchdown before the ball reached the receiver. I guess, I don't know if that's, again, because of the service that I use to get my game Or if that was a streaming issue. But if indeed it was, they got to get that fixed. College football game day. You know where that is tomorrow? App State. And that's a great decision by ESPN. Appalachian State is hosting game day. Nine to noon, of course. Celebrity picker is Luke Combs. Best known for beer never broke my heart. Went to App State from North Carolina. Good choice. They're also offering a scholarship, a one-year scholarship to whoever creates the best sign. You know, the signs they hold up behind the announcers. Why should you care about this? Well, just in case you do care, John Simroll and Troy State are the opponents at 3.30 for App State. Now, I'll be busy at the time, but I'm going to try to record all that stuff because obviously we want to see John Sumrall. That would be an upset, I'm guessing, for his Trojans to pull off the win over App State. But App State, the darling of college football right now, after the shocking upset, not just over Texas A&M, but at Texas A&M. And you remember how tough it was on the Wildcats to go down there and win. There's a story in the uh, Nebraska Star Tribune. There's a story in the Minneapolis Star Tribune about why Nebraska chose to fire Scott Frost two weeks prior to the buyout dropping, cutting in half really from fifteen million to seven and a half million, uh quoting the A D Trev Alberts and They talked about the fact that, well, maybe they can salvage the season. They're only one and two, got Oklahoma coming in, the arch rival. And the other point he made was we had to do something. We had to show the players we were willing to give them a chance to compete, this and that. Look, that program is in such a mess. If you think firing the head coach just ahead of the Oklahoma game is going to give you a chance to win, you're, you're way out, if I may use a baseball analogy, in left field. They have not recruited well. They have not developed talent well out there from everything I've read. And, you know, he probably deserved to be fired. But to me, burning an additional $7.5 million to do it and make yourself feel better, that I'll stand by what I said with uh, my man Gary Moore last night. Fiscal irresponsibility. One other note before we hit the break, Michael Jordan's jersey that he wore during his last playoff run against the Jazz Sold at auction, $10.1 million. Award in Game 1 of the 98 NBA Finals against the Jazz, It was, which was featured in The Last Dance. It was predicted to go for as much as $5 million, but the mystery bidder topped that by a bunch. Mark Soups and Rich Scangarello on the other side of the break. 6.30 WLAP. Download
2: our free iHeartRadio app and take us with you. Presented by Isaacs and Isaacs Injury Lawyers. WeWin.com. This is News Radio 630 WLAP.
0: I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone's Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets. So many options. I'm going for the cookout special bundle. Now over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. I love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop. Top quality meats for
4: less. 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com.
5: For the health and safety of everyone, people are staying in their homes now more than ever before. It's also important that the air inside our home is as clean and pure as possible. The professionals at Atmosphere Air Quality are here for you. Whether it's duct cleaning to combat allergies, AC coil cleaning, even carpet cleaning, and deodorizing, residential or commercial, call them today to set up a free video inspection of your air ducts. 388-4424. 388-4424. Atmosphere Air Quality.
6: The Experts.
7: Hey guys, game's on!
6: Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands, or from your den...
7: Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos.
6: Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services, like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto-pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins... (laughs) At KU, our energies go to serving you. The Livesey
8: Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll, and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Livesey Group services include free initial consultation and quotes. Bob and Bobby Livesey are native Lexingtonians. They are big blue fans and ready to serve you. The Livesey Group, your one-stop shop for accounting needs. Call 296 1913 or visit com.
0: Shamrock Bar and Grill on Pageant Drive has always been your home for good food, great times, cold beer, and the biggest games on TV. But did you know you can bring that world famous Shamrock atmosphere to your home? Shamrocks is now delivery. growlers, and six-packs to your door. Find our full menu at shamrocksky.com or call our Patch and Drive location at 269-7621. Call them up tonight for delivery. You can also have Shamrocks food delivered by Uber Eats.
5: A 49 year
2: old News never stops. And now you never have to take a break from the station that brings you the news. Download the free iHeartRadio app and listen to any station anytime, all for free. Want even more, but don't want to pay? Good. We've got that. Discover podcasts from your favorite radio hosts, podcasts that take you further into the story, podcasts that give you stories you never knew existed. Always free. Don't pay for the news you want and the stations you love. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Available now in the app store. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP.
3: Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider, 457-4471. That's 457-4471. You can tweet us at Big Blue Insider1, or you can email us Big Blue Insider 630 at Gmail. By the way, while I've got you, I want to say thank you, first of all, for birthday wishes yesterday. Also, for the kind remarks, a lot of people sent us, Leah Edmond and me, via Twitter and Facebook. Uh, We enjoyed calling. The Kentucky volleyball match. I know a much bigger audience on TV, but uh, a lot of folks heard it on the radio as well. And we do appreciate the fact that you were listening and you enjoyed it. Sorry about the final score. Maybe things turn out better on Sunday, but the Wildcats, <laughs> man, it gets even tougher. They go from third-ranked Louisville to second-ranked Nebraska on Sunday at Memorial Coliseum. 3 o'clock first serve. We'll have it for you right here. On 630 WLAP and across the UK Sports Network, ukathletics.com will have the radio call as well. I believe it's on ESPNU this time, so obviously two ears. Listen with one to your radio and the other to your TV set. Uh, and again, as long as we're plugging broadcasts, naturally tomorrow at noon, Kentucky and Youngstown State Pre-game coverage begins right here at 9 on the KSR pre-game show. 10 o'clock network coverage with Christy Thomas, Dusty Bonner, Jeremy Jarman, and then yours truly stepping in along with Tom Leach and Jeff Picoro as the Wildcats take on those Penguins of Youngstown State. It's going to be tougher than most people might think because Youngstown has an outstanding FCS, the old 1AA program. Think about EKU back in its heyday when the Colonels were Consistently winning the OVC, getting to the playoffs, and for four straight years went to the championship game in the 1AA playoffs. That's Youngstown for the most part. There's some really great 1AA programs. EKU's trying to get back to that. Walt Wells and his staff off to a good start. They're 2-0. and And uh, we had him on the show the other night, recovered from his cardiac episode. Uh, his team helped him in terms of his health by upsetting... Division One Bowling Green last week. And the Colonels take on Charleston Southern, which quite frankly is not having a good year so far. So EKU should be 3-0 and after this weekend. So should the Wildcats after taking on the Penguins. Mark Stoops talked earlier this week about that win. And I asked him about the lessons his team took away from the Florida game, a difficult Setting obviously tough venue, good team, good opponent, odds were kind of stacked against the wildcats and somehow they found a way to win.
9: you know it's the respect of the game of the preparation is you know it, it, you've heard me say this many times, but everybody wants to win on Saturday you know what what are they doing today to help us win the game and that that is a true process and I know that word gets thrown around a lot, but there's things we have to do on Monday. There's things we have to do on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and so on. All the way through right up to the game. And, you know, it there, there was interesting. You know, we have, uh, you know, fortunately, you know, we work hard with the leadership development and all that. But one of our talks in the summer showed a picture of Yusuf Corker, you know, studying his playbooks five minutes before we went out to the bowl game. You know, and that was pointed out to them because, like, that that preparation does not stop, literally, until the moment we exit and take the field. And, you know, that's the attention to detail and the commitment that they have to have all the time.
3: We heard from Brad White earlier this week. Of course, the defense just dug in and held on till the offense could get going. And Rich Scangarillo spoke to the media earlier this week, the offensive coordinator, about the fact that the offense was able to get started in the second half because depth won out. They just kept... Grinding against that Florida defense, and Kentucky just had more players and wore down the Gators.
7: We wore them out, I think. We, they, our guys strained. I thought in the end, um, you know, we uh, we were able to lean on them and create some space, and the backs were starting to get a little bit more space, and we're able to run, uh, you know, hit it a little more aggressively. Um, it's one of those things where it's we're in a, in an environment that's very pro type like the way coach Stoops coaches builds his teams and um you know when you play complementary football you have the ability to be patient and kind of wear a team out and, and approach it that way and it, it reminded me of calling a game in the nfl in that way where it's going to be a close game and in a hostile environment and if you take care of the ball and eventually good things will happen if you stay with it and so uh, i thought that that's kind of what happened and how it played out
3: part of that offensive attack as you saw and heard in the Florida win was tight ends, especially early because of the way Florida was was sending people at Kentucky. A lot of tight end stuff was there. Florida adjusted to that later in the game, but still a lot of key plays by the U.K. tight ends. I suspect we'll see more of that, obviously, as the season goes on. We may see a lot of it against Youngtown, Youngstown State, but Scangarello, for the most part, happy with what the tight ends did but listen as he talks about missed opportunities with the tight ends.
7: I think we known for three months they were going to be important in that game. Um, it just was one of those things that uh, you know we were very generic in our opener game on how what we showed in a way to to allow that to play out in this game, and the tight ends were going to be a big focus of it, and. Um, You know, it's uh, a team that's going to aggressively attack the line like they were going to do, which is why the run game was very difficult early. You're going to expose that in the play-action game and the keeper game, and that's really what we did. We missed a couple of that could have been, I mean, we left 200 yards of offense on the field. Um, So we got to clean that up, but it was cool to see those guys know their role, know that they were going to be on the center stage and see them go execute and um, I'm really proud of the way they play they're they're really good football players.
3: That's Rich Scangarillo, Kentucky offensive coordinator. And of course, looking for a big day Saturday when the Wildcats host the Penguins of Youngstown State. By the way, Kentucky is a 25 and a half point favorite according to one of the Vegas lines with the over and under being 51 and a half, so they're expecting a low scoring game. I actually saw one website that examines such things, predicting that Youngstown State would win 27-26. to 26. How about that? So Youngstown not only would cover, but win outright and go over the point total. So if somebody out there likes the Penguins over the Wildcats in what clearly they believe is a trap game. And in case you're wondering, tonight Louisville plays Florida State. Seminole's a two-and-a-half point favorite to win Over the Cardinals. Coming up, Eli Gain of the UK TV Network. He was in Gainesville and covered the win over the Gators. A little bit later on, Gary Graves of the Associated Press. He covers the Wildcats, and he also covers the Louisville Cardinals when it comes to sports. But he is based right here in Lexington. Later on, Billy Rutledge recaps the week that was, plus Heroes, Fools, and Flakes. All of that ahead on the Big Blue Insider, 630 WLAP.
10: You wash your hands and brush your teeth, but what about your nose? How do you clean your nose? With Navage. Navage pulls saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out allergens, mucus, dirt, and germs, and it's why nose cleaning is the next evolution in daily personal hygiene. People try Navage for lots of reasons. Sinusitis, allergies, snoring, things that make it hard to breathe through your nose. But over time, they also find that cleaning their nose makes them feel better. A lot better. Nearly three million Navaj users have written more than a hundred thousand reviews, averaging four point seven stars, saying things like, Best product I've ever used, and amazing, I love my Navage. That's because Navage helps you breathe better, sleep deeper, and snore less. But the biggest payoff is improved health. Here's the key point. Navaj is good personal hygiene, and it's going to help you stay healthier. At Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, Target, and online. Navage,
11: N-A-V-A-G-E Clean Nose, Healthy Life A lot has changed in our 35 years at the boot store But what hasn't changed is our commitment to having a huge selection of quality name brand boots, western wear and accessories And as always, we strive to give you the best fit possible at a fair competitive price Whether you need boots for a day on the job or a night on the town Do your feet a favor and come and see us at the boot store We're just a few minutes south of Fayette Mall on Nicholasville Road
0: Get your
12: it's at the mood store. <laughs> it's another fantastic evening out there underway as temperatures are on the warmer side. We'll see them drop off probably into the low 60s maybe even a few 50s out there for the early morning. And then tomorrow looks mostly sunny with highs jumping back in the mid 80s for you. So overall a typical little run here for a little uh, last breath of summer. I'm WKYT meteorologist Jim Caldwell. Broadcasting
2: live 24 7 from the Bank of the Bluegrass and Trust Studios. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart radio station.
0: Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC
4: Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These
0: exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief.
4: Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are.
0: QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate
4: to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you.
2: Call QC Kinetics, 859-534-8600. That's 859-534-8600. 859-534-8600.
7: Have you been dreaming of upgrading your home environment? Maybe a larger TV? A sound system so real you feel you're at the game? Music that plays throughout every room in your house, including the patio? Lighting you control with the touch of a button? This is Barney Miller, and our team of technology experts customizes technology solutions for Kentucky homeowners. Stop by our showroom downtown or visit BarneyMellors.com for more inspiration. At Barney Miller's, if you can dream it, we can design it.
2: You're listening to Big Blue Insider with Dick Gabriel on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com.
3: Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider, and joining us now in our celebrity hotline is a guy who was front and center, literally, when the Wildcats beat the Florida Gators down in Gainesville. Eli Gain of LEX18, the UK TV network. You see him on BBN tonight, BBN Game Day. You made the long trek down to Gainesville, Eli, but that was not a game to be missed, was it? You knew that before the game.
13: Oh, definitely not. This was one of those games, it's like one of those bucket list type of scenarios where if you have a chance to go to the swamp, you take advantage of it, and I try my best to do that. I mean, that was I'll tell you what, that, that atmosphere down there, it's, it's something else. I mean, credit, you have to give credit to where it's due for, you know, just that Florida atmosphere. It's like that old school, traditional college game day atmosphere. I mean, that, that stadium and that field, everyone is on top of you. The student section is like 10 feet behind the bench of UK, it was it was something else. Like it was one of the coolest experiences that I've had uh, visiting uh, any sort of stadium in, in the college football world. And credit to Stoops obviously and, and the team for being able to get through all that and come out and uh, leave there with a the victory.
3: Well, and I'm glad you alluded to some of your, or directly referred to some of your experiences, because in the past we talked to Eli about the fact that he covered Notre Dame football uh, in, a, in a previous employment stop, and obviously Notre Dame on game day when the Irish are going good, uh, that's great atmosphere, but did you travel much? Because i got to think, every time Notre Dame went anywhere, people got so excited. Were, were there any particular places you went that you can recall that... Came
13: close to what Florida had? Um, I would say, honestly, back, it, it was in 2016, it was the season opener uh, when Notre Dame went to Texas. Oh, wow. And and that was, I'm going to say, like, I, I might put, I know the, the swamp is up there with the atmosphere and stuff, but yeah. Texas, that night in particular, was just something else. Yeah. Like, that was, I mean, you know, 100,000 fans and just, you know, the season opener, everyone's watching prime time was as electric as it gets. And then it also turned out to be, you know, an overtime thriller where Texas ended up winning and it was like, whoa, it's like one of those, you know, you can say how many times you've been to a stadium and you can't really hear yourself think. Yeah. That was, that was one of those moments where it was like, I don't know what is going on here. Like I could barely hear myself thinking what I need to do on like a next shot or like where I need (laughs) to be for like this next play. Like it was insane. Like that, I think that's going to be one of those games that I'll, I mean, there's a lot of games that I'll never forget, but that's going to be the one that when you ask like, Hey, what was like the, maybe the best, you know, road atmosphere that you've been on. I'm going to say that one was it, but I will say the swamp was very close, just oh, yeah. based on how close they were and how on top of you they were.
3: I mean, you know, Texas fans, uh, Texas football, and I've worked down there for a couple of years in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the difference might be, and you saw this in the swamp; they had up the signage that signified their national titles, but also their SEC championships. And you might've noticed they only go back to the early nineties. And I know that's, that's quite a while, (laughs) you know, that's 30 odd years, but Texas goes way back. So you're talking about generation after generation, after generation of Longhorn fans and Florida fans, maybe two generations, but still you're right. Uh, that was, and I've said this, that was the best Florida crowd I've ever seen. And I've, I've been going down there since, uh, since the late 80s, early 90s. We're talking to Eli Gain of the UK TV network. He was in Gainesville when the Wildcats beat the Gators. You see the game differently than most because you're looking through a viewfinder, but you still get a feel for the game. In that first half, did you have some dread when the mistakes began to pile up? I got to think you
13: did. Well, I was scared because like, I was really worried you mentioned the mistakes, like Levis getting hit, you know, the the interception slash fumble or so, whatever they called it. Yeah, pick, yeah. But, like, I, yeah, I was, like, scared for the lack of the run game because of week one when they only rushed for, like, what, a net 50 yards or something yep. like yep. that. But then that when that carried into that first half against Florida where they were, like, I think negative seven at one point. <laughs> and I was just like... Oh god. I was like this is going to be bad, isn't it? Yeah. But at the same time and I, I remember I was I was talking to Keith about this um earlier this week. I think Kentucky football has reached a point to where big blue nation has always had that feeling of Kentucky's going to do something to blow this game. This yep. always happens to us. That's right. I, I'm I'm going to be during that game I was a little worried but I wasn't to the point where I was like they're going to lose this. I was like, they're going to figure this out and they're going to get this done. Oh, okay, Like that. That's like what I, I remember I was sitting there. I saw like Will Levis walking out of the locker room uh, at halftime. I just like saw this look on his face and I was just like, all right, he's got this. Like, they'll be fine. <laughs> like one of those things, like it was just so weird. And I remember like this in the second half and then, The Jordan Wright interception and then the Kedron Smith interception. And I was just like, I think Kentucky's gotten over that, you know, uh, thing to where people expect them to lose games like this, but not anymore. Yeah. And like, I I think this was like kind of like a perfect thing. Like, yes, was, was there some worry in the first half? Absolutely. But it was also one of those things that like, all right, like knock it off. Let's get going. And they ended up doing it. And I think that. This says a lot to, you know, what Mark and the coaching staff has done there and maybe turning around some minds of people and being like, ah, this isn't, this isn't a Kentucky team that's just going to go out there and lose the game themselves. Like they're going to go out and they're going to take care of business. And I think that's, that was like a really cool thing to think about last week is when they were able to overcome, you know, all the adversity early on. And then be like, hey, we're a good football team. We're going to go out there and we're going to hammer a snail in and get this
14: win.
3: We always refer to it as the late hammer. And it showed up so often through the years with Kentucky. And every once in a while it does. But not much anymore. You're right on the money with that. Absolutely correct Mm -hmm. with that. Um, What was your reaction, Eli, when with about eight and a half to play, on the Kentucky, no, on its own side of the field, Florida goes for it on fourth down, and things had not <laughs> been going super for the Gators, but and it was a one score game, but they went for it. Do you remember having any thoughts about that?
13: Yeah, I was sitting there and I was like, because they were at what, like maybe the forty or yeah. like forty five, yeah. maybe something yeah. like that. Exactly. It, it was one of the. It was one of those things to where it was a scenario that the Denver Broncos probably should have done on Monday <laughs> night, you know? Uh, but it was, you're right. Like they weren't doing anything the entire half one score game. They had all of their timeouts yeah. and I was just like, well, I, I guess like it was, it was like, felt like one of those Billy Napier, like his first, I don't want to say like big moment calls, you know? Cause it's kind of, you know, with the, the game against Utah, but it was like one of those big decision-making calls that he's had. Turning at
3: point. Yeah.
13: Florida. Yeah. Big turning point. There you go. Perfect. And when they went, when the offense went back onto the field, I was just like, well, I guess they can give it a shot, you know, whatever. But I also felt like, I don't know, Brad White's guys have been doing pretty well. Like I, <laughs> like, I, I don't think, like I didn't have any worry of them getting it. I was a little surprised that they did go for it, but I guess like in that moment, it was like, what, fourth and six, whatever. And you got to try to do something because you haven't done anything, yeah. you know, the previous quarter and a half. So, I mean.
3: It kind of made me yeah. wonder, sure. it made me wonder, is Napier losing confidence in his guys right now? Not in a huge way, but, you yeah. know, they played with a lot of swagger in the first half and they were getting worn down. In the second and they mm-hmm. survived that because that's when Kentucky missed a field goal, but then they had to go <laughs> for it again on fourth down later and didn't get it. So there are all kinds of moments in that game. But in games like that, as you know, Eli, there's lots of big moments, and most of them seem to go Kentucky's way down in Gainesville. Eli Gain is my guest from the UK TV network. Back with more in just a minute here on the Big Blue Insider, six thirty WLAP. Yes, we see us hear us. You
4: just don't hear anywhere else.
3: Reach out and connect with us.
4: A
13: feeling of you know connected
12: and like I wasn't alone. Covering all the things
2: we can't get to on air.
12: Yes,
8: and
2: listen to you online at WLAP.com. If you've been injured in a car accident, call Pound Law from your cell phone. Morgan & Morgan.
8: During this interruption, let's talk about disruption, emerging new channels, cookie list media. Marketers, are you missing out on one of the most engaged audiences in today's new open web? With Viant's programmatic software, Adelphic, stay in tune with digital audio, stream the future on CTV, and level up with in-game so you can see an average three times return on ad spend, maybe even on this very program next time. Viant, built for the new open web. Built for now. Visit ViantNow.com to learn more.
4: This is Kentucky, where the only thing ordinary is the unexpected I
5: got everything you
10: need. horse country
4: legendary distilleries rivers to paddle lakes to splash and relax big city vibes and small town charms this is kentucky come see for yourself plan your road trip at Kentuckytourism.com.
15: i got over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model-a-year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at NorthsideRVs.com. Go Cats! Attention, fleet owners.
4: Your vehicles are a traveling advertisement for your business. Keeping them clean and presentable speaks volumes about your business. With winter on its way, protect your investment with Hydrosphere Services, the only call you need to make to keep your fleet looking top-notch. With Hydrosphere, you're getting the best-in-class power washing service with the best-in-class commercial-grade equipment. Visit HydrosphereServices.com and fill out our online service form or call 219-2200. That's 219-2200.
0: Shamrock Bar & Grill on Heartland Parkway has always been your home for good food, great times, cold beer, and the biggest games on TV. But did you know you can bring that world-famous Shamrock atmosphere to your home? Shamrocks is now delivering (coughs) food, growlers, and six-packs to your door. Find our full menu at shamrocksky.com or call their Heartland Parkway location at 245-9504. Call them up tonight for delivery. You can also have Shamrock's food delivered by Uber Eats.
8: The Livacy Group is a family-owned CPA firm conveniently located on Pasadena Drive near Nicholasville Road in Lexington. They can help with tax preparation for individuals, businesses, trusts, and estates, small business accounting support, including full-service payroll and outsourced bookkeeping services. All the Libacy Group services include free initial consultation and quotes bob and bobby livesey are native Lexingtonians. they are big blue fans and ready to serve you the libesey group your one-stop shop for accounting needs call 296-1913 or visit libeseygroup.com
2: this is the home of the wildcats 630
3: wlap this is the prep spotlight sponsored by mingy beat jerky interesting high school games tonight here in the city, Tate's Creek is at Bryan Station. Frederick Douglass visiting Henry Clay. Another big one, Lexington Catholic visiting Lexington Christian. Scott County is at Dunbar. Boyle County visits powerful Bowling Green. Sayre is at Dayton tonight. Bourbon County at Great Crossing. East Jessamine visits Lincoln County. Ashland Blazer visits West Jessamine. And over in Louisville, maybe the most high-profile game of the night, Male at Trinity. That's the Prep Spotlight, sponsored by Mingy Beef Jerky, located in Paris, Kentucky. Kentucky jerky, hand-cut from a solid piece of beef. M-I-N-G-U-A, MingyBeefJerky.com. Welcome back to the Big Moon Insider. We're chatting with Eli Gain of LEX18, the UK TV network. You see his work on BBN Tonight, BBN Game Day, and of course, it's Kentucky Youngstown State tomorrow. Do you expect any kind of hangover, any kind of, I don't know if letdown's the right word, but how in the world do you match that emotional enthusiasm from one week to the next if you're Kentucky?
14: Oh,
13: it seems pretty impossible, right? You know, yeah. especially this early in the season. Um, but, but that's kind of, that's obviously, you know, you've been to the interviews all week and stuff. That's kind of been one of the questions that you ask. And, it, and it's like every year, too, when Kentucky plays an FCS opponent, Coming off a big win, I mean, you specifically look back to last year, uh, taking down Missouri in a close game at home, and then they had to prepare for Chattanooga, and then they almost lost that yeah. thing. They they, they, lost, they were down 16-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter uh, before rallying and winning, like, what, 28-23, I think is what it was. And I think uh, when I was kind of talking to some of the players this week, I tried to maneuver it to, hey, you guys are veterans. You're experienced players who have been through experiences before. Well, one of those experiences was game day uh, or sorry, game week preparation for Chattanooga last year. Right. and And you almost lost the game. How do you build or look at that experience and implement it into this week's game preparation? And I think like Jordan Wright was—he uh, was kind of the one that he—he he saw where I was going with the question, and then like before I could even really bring it up, he was like, "Oh yeah, Chattanooga last year." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," like I was—I was like, "Yeah." So like, how do you avoid, you know, that sort of mis—not mistake, but you know, maybe mishandling game prep for for the week? And it was like, "We've been here a long time. We know what we're doing." We as players have to hold each other accountable, and I think it was uh, yeah Stoops yesterday was saying that everyone's in it together, the coaches and the players, but ultimately the players have to put together a sixty-minute game plan, right? And that's that, and that's on the leaders to hold their teammates accountable and go out there and get the work done. So, I mean, you can anticipate like all right, these guys are dialed in. There's going to be no hangover, even though how hard it can be. But now we just have to see them actually do it. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing what they can do because of how they've talked about previous years of maybe not being as dialed in as they should be. But it seems like they're more key to not letting that happen this time around. So I'm looking forward to that once the game kicks off on uh, you know what I, what I
3: think is going to help is I believe we'll see some new faces out there. We'll see mm-hmm. the Jordan Anthony's and the Dekel Kratis's, people like that. Uh, some of the true freshmen who could play and not lose their redshirt year because obviously Youngstown State is a solid, solid team capable of pulling off an mm-hmm. upset, but it ain't Florida. We know oh, yeah. that. So, and Stoops talked earlier this week about wanting to get some of these new guys in. Maybe, Eli, their their enthusiasm, their adrenaline will pick things up for the Wagon. Not that I'm predicting Kentucky will sag, but I think that's going to be an right. element in this game that I'm really looking forward to seeing, especially the young wide receivers.
13: Oh, yeah, and you mentioned the Kel Crowdis. Like, he's been, I've been waiting for him, like, the last two years now. You know, he's, you know, Frederick Douglass kid. Yeah. You know, coming out uh, his mom used to cut my hair, oh. <laughs> so like I like I've always just like been really interested uh, to see what he can do at the next level, but no, you're right, like every time you go into one of these games you you're one of the main priorities is to get the young guys in so they can get some like real college football game action, and that was a talking point last year before Chattanooga is like, hey, let's get some of these younger guys in. Well, they were barely able to do that. Like they had to keep the starters in there to get the victory. So, yeah, getting some of those young guys in, and you said like uh, avoiding that redshirt uh, tag that could be put on them uh, is going to be going to be pretty cool to see, and just to see some new faces, some new numbers out there, and, and see what you know what holes that you can possibly fill uh, later in the year if any injuries occur.
3: Another factor, Eli, noon kickoff. Crowds are a little uh. sluggish for these, these nooners. <laughs> Kegs and eggs are fun, but uh, we all know that it's not quite the same as, as watching a team play under the lights. Yeah,
13: got to wake up early. You know, kids, students are probably going to be, you know, picking themselves up out of bed after a, a night of drinking on Friday nights. and If they show up. Kinda, if they show up too yeah and it's like uh it's hard because the opponent you know it's like there's not like a huge you know want right. i guess to you know watch like Kentucky and Youngstown state right. but yeah kegs and eggs is always a tough thing it's a different it's a fun thing i think it's cool i used to like to do it when i was in college but you know the it's just going to be a little bit hard to bring the energy here so the players themselves are going to have to find their own juice, yeah. so to speak, to, to keep themselves motivated, and then who knows? You got you got the Youngstown crowd coming in, family oh, yeah. and friends of Stoops, and all the the coaches that are on that sideline that, that's going to have them a little excited. So I know the players uh, maybe get a little bit of juice out of that to go and show and perform for their coaches as for like a home welcoming, so to speak. For yeah for uh, a lot of the coaching so. well,
3: And you never know from player to player because one of my regular guests, Van Hiles, was a D-back at Kentucky in the 90s, mm-hmm. and there weren't nearly as many night games. So he said he would rather play under the lights. He, he just got a little something extra out of it. Now, Jeff Picoro, our radio analyst, played under mm-hmm. uh, first Kersey and then Claiborne back when there were very few night games, and he <laughs> liked games that kicked off at noon or one. He said, I want to get it over. I want to get out of bed at yeah. the hotel, get on mm-hmm. a bus, go play, instead of laying around for a while. So maybe that maybe that plays into it with, uh, with some of the Wildcats. But either way, somebody somehow has got to light a fuse, and uh, it'll be fun to see. But uh, this stretch of games for Kentucky, Eli, could mean the season, couldn't it? I mean, non-conference and conference.
13: Yeah. So yeah. Youngstown, Northern Illinois next week. Yeah. And then, and then conference play starts up at Ole Miss. Yeah. So just exactly like this could be one of those scale tilting points of handle your business when you need to handle your business. That's right. That needs to be this week. That needs to be next week against Northern Illinois before zero going to Oxford and then, You get Chris Rodriguez back that week. That's right. Who knows? That could be a big 4-0 is kind of a much more bigger deal than 3-1, especially at this point in the year. I know you can look at the record and be like, oh, 3-1 isn't so bad. 4-0 is where you need to be with these two non-conference opponents coming up. So heading into conference play 4-0 is going to be huge. And each week you get a win. You build more momentum. You build more confidence within the team. You feel better about yourself. And having a goose egg on the right side of your schedule as opposed to a one uh, could really go a long way. And it's more, I think, more what you're looking for and what you need to anticipate uh, heading into that SEC schedule, which is going to be a grind this year. Eli Gay the
3: UK TV Network, Lex 18 Thank you so much, and we will see you at the stadium.
13: All right, Dick. Thank you very much. We'll see you then.
3: And you can follow Eli on Twitter at Eli Gain G E H N T V. Eli Gain TV. You can also follow BBN Game Day and BBN Tonight on Twitter. Hour number two is next. Six thirty WLAP.
2: Big Blue Insider is on News Radio six thirty WLAP.
3: Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider, just a couple of days away from Kentucky football. Wildcats taking on Youngstown State, one of the guys who has been following Kentucky for a while now, covering the Cats, in fact. He'll be there Saturday. Gary Graves, a longtime friend from the Associated Press. And you were telling me before we actually went on the air, Gary, that you were really looking forward to this season, maybe more than others. Have you figured out why
14: yet? Yeah, um, it's mainly because I, I want to see whether this team can really fulfill the expectations. I mean, they're, you know, they're pretty lofty ex- expectations. I don't think I've ever heard a buzz around this football team. Um, as, as for this one, you know, it was always, you know, can they become bowl eligible? Um, can they win maybe seven or eight games? You so know, now after last season, the expectations are like, can they win 10 games? And that seems like the, the minimum. And of course, uh, you know, some of my, my colleagues uh, around the country, you know, who called and, and asked about Will Levis, have, have asked, you know, is, is, is he the real thing? And I said, yeah, he has the potential to be the, the, the real thing. And, and looking at the numbers, they really jump out at you because of, um, you know, say his predecessors. Who were mobile and resourceful and extended plays, but you know, here's a guy that is a bona fide passer, a bona fide big play guy that they that they haven't had. in I don't know, you probably you know, remember you know, better. I'm thinking back to maybe the Jared Lorenzen days. Yeah, um, yeah. For, for a comparison,
3: no question, and it, it does start there, but there there are so many layers you know and that's kind of a now becoming a tired expression but so many layers to this story as well and i think one of the most interesting gary is and i've asked several people about this is how does this team handle prosperity because in this program handle prosperity because you know you alluded to this there there really hasn't been it hasn't been an issue uh, much over the last many decades and it looks like so far so good you know what i mean
14: yeah, yeah. Like I think this Saturday's game could be a good measurement of how they handle prosperity because um you know in year in recent years in fact yeah, we we um always kind of seen this team lose games that they could have won and maybe win a couple that they should have lost. And um I I I really like to see how this team really follows up that 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 Florida win. I mean, I, you know, on balance, when you you know you look at the different uh, you know levels that they play at, I think it obviously Kentucky's advantage. But you know, they they have to understand they just can't you know, as they say, roll the ball out on the field and you know and, and, and run over a team like Youngstown State, you know, which has you know such a great uh, FCS history and, you know a championship and such. And and of course, I mean, I think they know a little bit about. Uh, about Stoops and what he's done here, and I think you know, they'll come in prepared, and and that's the that's the kind of thing. It's like you know, last week was last week, and now you have to think about the, a, a, a team that's capable of competing with you, if not beating you. And you know, the Miami game, I think, was an exa- another example, even though that was one. It's an opener, and you expect uh, you know some shakiness on, yeah. on both sides, which you uh, saw until it turned you know with that one sixty-two second stretch.
3: How much were you surprised when Kentucky started? Well, I guess we shouldn't be surprised that the, the Florida hype began because Florida beat a seventh-ranked team, and I think we have to go back and now really take a look at Utah uh, and, and figure, well, that team was wildly overrated. But it was really interesting how the script flipped, wasn't it, on, on UK-Florida?
14: Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 really was. Yeah. Uh, in, in some ways I, I saw some uh, reminders, I guess it was the 2018 season when, yeah when they went down there, one in the swamp, uh, in the swamp, um, where, you know, they, they took the punches early and you, you know, in years past, you we, know, we, we would see them take those punches and, and it would, wouldn't get up. And, um, they were just close enough. I felt like at halftime, not just on the score, but you know, again, it, you know, comes down to ex- execution. You know, you know, whether it's Levis, whether it's you know, like the ground game, um, you know, whether it's you know, special teams and such, and and they really made some some great adjustments at halftime. They really played smash-mouth football. I thought in terms of knocking Richardson off his game. It's uh, just really throwing off his rhythm, not giving him really too many options. Yeah, and yeah, when when Jordan uh, Wright jumped that route, I, you know, again, that that was a play that um, uh, if he was a step behind, it's a completion. But I mean, he made one of the best reads that that I think I've ever seen a defensive back or, or excuse me, a defender make on a, on a play like that and I just knew it like God He had nothing but wrong, And you knew it the second he caught it.
3: <laughs> it was so interesting being down there, being on the field. And I got to tell you, I, I've covered a lot of games down there, as you might expect. Uh, and, and some real beatdowns. I mean, real beatdowns. But I know it was, it was primetime night game and it was such a huge game Gator fans with this new coach. That was the best Florida crowd I've ever seen, Gary. And man, they were digging it. They were loving it in the first half, of course. And Kentucky just took them systematically and methodically took them out of the game in the second half. you got to credit the run game, don't you?
14: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like um, I've I've noted that, yeah, they have yet to crack 100 yards net in, in, in each game. But I guess I said when you outgained them. I think the number was one hundred seven thirty-two yeah. in, in the in the second half. That that was uh, that was really really impressive, and you know, and, it, and it's encouraging from the standpoint that everybody, whether they want to admit it or not, around here was wondering how are they going to react without Chris Rodriguez yes, down there. Yes. Yeah. And and I think what we saw uh, from. Caavaier smoke what we saw from uh, from from a lot of those guys was, was something that I don't want to say potential with with smoke in particular I think we 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 saw from him maybe a different phase that he hasn't had a chance to show because he's been kind of the speed guy and Rodriguez yeah. and A.J. Rose have been kind of the the, the, the power guys but um, but yeah, you know, just in the you know the amount of carries, just the just the way he ran, I, I just thought you know he's always been kind of underrated in my view, and that just showed what what he could do. He, he's capable of handling a load, and 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 especially against a defense like that down in that environment. And you know, to your point about the crowd, like when I when I was working in Florida in the nineties and, and, and covered Florida games. Nobody, I don't think you can really quantify how loud that place gets until you're there. Yeah. I can think of, you know, three places that are, like, ridiculously loud. There, uh, Death Valley at Clemson, and Penn State. And I'm talking about, like, you know, ear-splitting loud. And for them to go down there and not be rattled again, um, that this year might have been more impressive than, you know, when they went down there and won the first time. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, again, there was a a lot to like about it, and I think the bright side for Kentucky is they still haven't played that definitive game. But you saw signs or potential of what they can do uh, when you know when they really uh, put it put it to a team physically.
3: And you know, speaking of smoke, I went back and watched the game. Uh, I guess it was Monday, and there was that one play, and he ground out important yards. You're absolutely right but there was that one play where it looked like the hole had popped open and then there was a lot of green in front of him. And it was going to be kind of the classic Cavassier smoke breakaway run. And he hit the hole as quickly as he could, but somebody tripped him. And he went down and I thought, oh man, that that could have been a game breaker right there. Okay. I, I think we'll see. We may see that Saturday, you know?
14: Yeah. 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 I, I remember that play and, and, and I was just thinking, oh man, yeah, yeah. Know, just just to get tripped up because yeah, it's like that could have been a been a, a really big game. Yeah, and, and and I think for him, um, he, he, you know, just the fact that yeah, that was probably the only to stop him. Uh, you know, his speed and getting getting to a hole. Um, I, I feel like obviously you know it improves you know with experience or whatever, but uh, you know, as those holes close up quicker. With with the kind of teams that you face, sure. he seems to be approaching him better. Um, you know, as opposed to say Rodriguez, I think no matter how small a hole is, he's picking up the bus through there and, and, and kind of create his own yeah. yardage. Yeah. But you know, you know Smoke, uh, you know, again, I've, I've always felt like he was he was underutilized. And uh, you know, here's a guy that, again, I think he's just gotten stronger, more experienced, um, and in some respects. Uh, faster and, and again it just took that kind of play to, to, to stop him from a really big game
3: yeah and for to his credit he has become more serious i think because he talked on media day about how he likes to kind of be the funny guy and i think <clears throat> rich gangarello had to get a read on him like how serious is this guy and as you know he was running fifth team for a while there but he's serious about mm-hmm. his football now. And it's paying off. Gary Graves is my guest. He is the Lexington correspondent for the Associated Press, covers the cats, among many other things. And we're back in just a minute here on the Big Blue Insider, 630 WLAP. This is what's happening.
2: A special master. What's privileged and not privilege? Setback for federal prosecutors. Well,
7: I can't imagine being indicted.
2: Get the latest.
0: Using migrants as political pawns.
2: Check in often.
7: Continue to support Ukraine's
2: military. News Radio 630 WLAP.
11: A lot has changed in our 35 years at the boot store, but what hasn't changed is our commitment to having a huge selection of quality name brand boots, western wear, and accessories. And as always, we strive to give you the best fit possible at a fair competitive price. Whether you need boots for a day on the job or a night on the town, do your feet a favor and come and see us at the boot store. We're just a few minutes south of Fayette Mall on Nicholasville Road. Get your boots at the
16: boot store. <laughs>
4: When is the last time you took a good look at your house? Actually walked all the way around and looked at the exterior. Mold, dust, weather can drastically change the way your home looks and cause damage. Hydrosphere Services is the first and only call you need to make. Hydrosphere Services are the experts in pressure and power washing, plus they are certified, insured, and trained to give you the best-in-class cleaning services. If you are a home or a business owner, make the call now to Hydrosphere Services. 219-2200. That's 219-2200. Or visit HydrosphereServices.com.
0: I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night and what do they bring chips if it weren't for boone's butcher shop i'd be broke trying to feed them all all right let's see should i go for the pick five or get a meat bundle maybe one of boone's freezer baskets so many options I'm going for the cookout special bundle. Now, over to the deli for some cheese, grab some marinade. I love Boone's Butcher Shop. They've got it all. Boone's Butcher Shop. Top quality meats for less.
4: 100 Old Bloomfield Pike, Bardstown. Online at boonesbutchershop.com.
0: The same great food you're accustomed to can now arrive at your door. The Cellar Bar & Grill on Lansdowne Drive in the Signature Club is open for delivery and Uber Eats. Check out our full menu online at cellargrill.com. That's Grill cellargrill with an E.com. You can also follow the Cellar on social media or call us at 317-8301. From the Cellar Bar & Grill to your door tonight, call 317-8301 now for the Cellar Bar & Grill delivery.
7: Hey, guys, game's
6: on. Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den.
7: Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos.
6: Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services, like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you.
12: The Stuff They Don't Want You To Know podcast delves into popular culture's most persistent mysteries. Now there's something else that the guys at Stuff They Don't Want You To Know want you to know. They've got a new book coming out. Packed with illustrations, the Stuff They Don't Want You To Know book is written in the same smart conversational style you love hearing on the podcast. Available October 11th. Pre-order now at stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com. Or wherever you buy your books, this is the home
2: of the Wildcats. Six thirty WLAP.
3: Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. We're talking with Gary Graves. He is the and correspondent for the Associated Press. He'll be there when the Wildcats take on the Youngstown State Penguins on Saturday. One of the greatest nicknames in college athletics. Am I right?
14: <laughs> yeah, for for a region that I wouldn't expect uh, to, 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 I guess to say to be cold like that. But then again. You know, n- not too far away in Pittsburgh, the hockey team's name the Penguins, but of course, Penguins play on ice. I don't know anything about the weather in Youngstown, <laughs> but uh, but but when I saw that nickname, it really shocked me. Um, uh, yeah, because I said, well, you know, that's not the toughest nickname, but hey, you know, it's worked for them. I mean, they've yeah. got four national championships, so mm-hmm. you know, nickname nicknames don't matter. I'm still trying to get over you know, Billikens as a, as, <laughs> as a nickname.
3: Well, I tell you, there, there's always history and, and tradition and all that. And wh- back when I covered Eastern Kentucky on a regular basis, EKU football, uh, I covered a playoff game up there. It was a great game, and uh, Youngstown State pulled it out in the last moments. I, I bought a Penguin sweatshirt for the longest time, I had a Youngstown State Penguin sweatshirt. I was the only kid on my block who had one, as you might expect. Um, Getting back to to where Kentucky is now, following the win over Florida, I don't know about you, but I I really thought going into the season that, that, and we talked about this earlier, that Florida was was winnable. You know, to use kind of an old term, but I really believe that the two Mississippi schools, Gary, are are every bit as dangerous or more so because of what happened last year with Mississippi State and what Lane Kiffin's cooking up down there in Oxford, you know?
14: In, indeed. Um, and, you know, as you look at the schedule and you and figure you know, what, game, what are the winnable games, what games you know, do you feel like are sure or lost. loss, um, and, and looking back to last season in particular, that uh, Mississippi State game down there, to me that was a winnable game. That they lost just just because again they 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 seemed off you know yeah. they, they 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 made mistakes uh, you know didn't protect Levis uh, you know Levis was you know, was you know was off this game so you can't look past the Mississippi State um, yeah 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 because of that and like you said traditionally from what what I've seen uh, especially against Ole Miss I mean, we remember you know what 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 happened here I guess was well, last season. Or the, or the last time that Mr that old miss was here and you know they rallied to win a game yeah. that Kentucky so he should have won i mean that that was really a painful loss uh you know, for, for them because uh again, you you let them off the hook much like they did against florida um you know in in that disastrous you know leaving a guy oh, open at the man. goal almost on the same play
3: yeah terrible yeah
14: but uh, yeah, yeah, you, you're right. You you just don't know what what Lane Kiffin's cooking up, and and again with with Mike Leach at, at, at Mississippi State, uh, the guy is an offensive savant, period. Right. And that's the thing you have to you really have to gear up to see what uh, what what he might do. You know, you always expect those those short uh, intermediate passes to go for long games, so you know, you try to keep a guy in front of them, but again, you've got a quarterback that can throw it deep, so it, you know, it's a, it's a dual threat game and they're also capable of running the ball. Yeah, they, that's the one thing I've always thought they should do a little bit more for balance, but even with all that, you know, they've got backs that can catch the ball, but they've also got backs that can run the ball and if they just decide to run a little bit more, that's the kind of thing that, that keeps defenses uh, off guard oh yeah and offense. so yeah yeah you you definitely have to account for that so yeah those are the two called beware games because like the Ole miss game may not necessarily derail their season but offer some clues for other teams on how to how to beat kentucky if kentucky can't can't keep up with uh with with, with that offense
17: well as you know
3: or
14: even you know, penetrate the defense
3: oh yeah and as you know Mike Leach, a disciple of Hal Mummy, and you're right about his offensive prowess. There's no question about it. And Mummy, when he got here, it was interesting. We were like, you know, what is this air raid all about? But Hal Mummy more than once told us, he said, my best teams have had a thousand yard rusher. And I went back and looked at his Iowa Wesleyan teams, his Valdosta. He was absolutely right. Problem was, here he fell in love with the pass. And just basically forgot about, just gave up on the run game. I remember when they were struggling. His last year, as it turned out, they were really struggling to run the ball. We went to Guy Morris, the O line coach, and said, "Guy, you know what, what's up with the, the run blocking?" And he shrugged. He goes quietly. He says, "We don't practice that." So yeah, you got to be able to run the ball to be successful. And, and State's been able to do that. So I don't know. It it just it's it's a fascinating season as it's it's playing out. And the Florida game, a lot of people thought Kentucky would win, but it didn't unfold the way they did. But hey, you know, so what? That's the way football goes. Speaking of which, uh, we always run out of time, but I've got I've got to bring up the painful subject. Gary, like me, is a Packers fan. Uh, I know we're not going to hit the panic button yet after that season opener, Miami or Miami. Minnesota was incredibly juiced, but Packers got a long way to go, don't they? Yeah. And we were missing two offensive tackles. That matters. But I really believe that if the rookie wide receiver, who I was elated that we drafted, he makes that catch, it could be a different game.
14: Yeah. I think um, that just indicated to me one of those things when you're trying to break in all of these receivers uh with with rogers especially um you know af, af, after adams goes that you know he probably should have had a few more reps with them in preseason uh you know practice is one thing but but yeah they they were just out of sync for lack of a better term It they you know they just seemed off and and um i think it was the first time in a while that i've ever seen uh rogers really frustrated with himself uh as well as his receivers, but he seemed like he he got kind of frustrated with himself, and uh, I, I felt like he forced a lot of throws just trying to trying to make something happen. You know, whereas um, you know where you know the, the recent years he didn't have to worry about that. He knew he could throw it to a place, and then, you know Adams would be there.
3: Yeah, and it's just going to take time, and. We don't have that kind of time because we're fans, and we want it right now. But it's kind of fun, you and me, uh, you know, covering teams and trying to maintain some level of objectivity. But it's fun when you're talking about your NFL team, and you can get just as angry as everybody in the stands. So I I do realize that, and me being an owner, owning some stock, uh, I need to go up there and straighten some people out. Gary Graves of the Associated Press covers the Wildcats. Thank you so much. We'll see you at the stadium, sir.
14: All right, always my pleasure to be on, Dick. See you on Saturday.
3: And you can follow Gary on Twitter at Gary B Graves. Coming up next, Billy Rutledge helps us wrap up the week that was here on the Big Blue Insider, 630
1: WLAP. Hi, I'm Dan Cunio, CEO of Lexicon. So you went to law school, passed the bar, and joined a firm. Or even built your own. Now, are you finding out that you went through all that just to wind up doing more administrative work than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal software and technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, HR, billing, client intake, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Lexicon allows you to manage your entire practice from anywhere on one comprehensive platform. Retaining clients and managing cases is what you do. But Lexicon makes it easy to manage them in one place. Increase efficiencies, bill more hours, and focus on doing what you do best, practicing law. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Sign up before Labor Day to receive free implementation and training. LexiconServices.com slash go. Got bugs in your house?
3: call IPM. We specialize in keeping your home safe. IPM Pest and Termite has a 5.0 on Google Reviews, an Angie's List Super Service Award for the past seven years, and a member of the BBB. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. Mention this ad and receive a discount on your pest maintenance service. You can always find out
12: more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. It's another fantastic evening out there underway as temperatures are on the warmer side. We'll see them drop off probably into the low 60s, maybe even a few 50s out there for the early morning. And then tomorrow looks mostly sunny with highs jumping back in the mid 80s for you. So overall, a typical little run here for a little last breath of summer. I'm WKYT meteorologist Jim Caldwell. Broadcasting live 24 7 from
5: the
2: Bank of the Bluegrass and Trust Studios. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart radio station.
10: Here's a simple truth about
2: higher education if pursuing your purpose, doing what you really care about matters,
11: if having a rewarding career matters.
7: If a better financial future for you and your family matters,
10: then higher education matters. From six-week certificates to two- or four-year degrees, there's an option for you. A brighter future is within your reach. Find out how at kyhigheredmatters.org. Brought to you by this station and the Kentucky Broadcasters Association
5: for the health and safety of everyone people are staying in their homes now more than ever before it's also important that the air inside our home is as clean and pure as possible the professionals at atmosphere air quality are here for you whether it's duct cleaning to combat allergies ac coil cleaning even carpet cleaning and deodorizing residential or commercial call them today to set up a free video inspection of your air ducts 388-4424 388-4424 atmosphere air quality The experts.
7: Hey, guys, game's on.
6: Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den.
7: Go
2: Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos.
6: Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient time-saving services like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the Cats' energies go to serving up wins... (laughs) At KU, our energies go to serving you.
2: You're listening to Big Blue Insider with Dick Gabriel on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com.
3: Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. It is Friday. That means it's the end of the week. And helping us look at the week that was, our old man Billy Rutledge. Our old man. He's a young man, but our old buddy. He's been part of our show for quite some time now. Billy and Shannon, the dude, each morning on this very radio station at 9 a.m. I got to think you spent a lot of time early in the week, maybe all week, talking about the win over Florida, looking ahead to Youngstown. But first of all, how much mileage did you guys get? if any, I'm assuming you did, out of Roman Harper's comments late last week.
16: Yeah, I mean, I think we started every show um, really leading up to the Florida game and after it talking about those comments, and it's hard not to. I think that was something that captivated the Kentucky oh, locker room. It's radio gold, uh, buddy. It was. that uh, You know that as a sports talk host. First of all, happy belated birthday. Oh, thank you. you. I did not realize I missed your birthday the nice. other day. So. You're a busy man a happy birthday to you we missed you at the the terry hatton soiree oh, on wednesday night uh as terry hatton
3: the, the former game. uk player has written a book we're gonna get him on the show
16: but uh yeah billy got to go meet him he's quite a character isn't he he is he is quite a character and, and while well, we'll talk about the volleyball game i'm sure in a little bit yes um you know i think this has obviously captivated the attention of all of big blue nation and and rightly so. I mean, Kentucky's ranked now in the top 10 of college football, ranked at ninth right now in the AP polls. And, you know, with all the, the action going on, it's hard not to be excited about this team. With Mark Stoops passing Bear Bryant, with Will Levis and the national attention that he's gotten. I mean, it seems like Kentucky is really representing itself well in, in the national, at the national stage right now. And so it's hard not to be excited no matter who the next opponent is.
3: You know, I wondered about ninth. And then I got to thinking, well, first of all, Utah was overrated, clearly. Florida was overrated, clearly. Doesn't diminish anything Kentucky accomplished with that win. But the other thing, Billy, about Kentucky moving up, and as you well know, this is how polls work. Other teams have moved back. There have been so many weird games in college football this year, and Kentucky's benefited from it.
16: That's right. I mean, how many upsets did we see the other day? Whether it be Marshall going to South Bend and beating Notre Dame or Texas A&M losing at home. And to another Conference USA team, I believe it was. So, Appalachian State. So, um, you know, it it was a great week for the Sun Belt. It was a great week for Conference USA. It was a great week for the underdog. And, you know, we've talked about the playoff expanding. It's not like all these teams will be able to get in. The true Cinderella story like the NCAA tournament. But we will see some upsets and some teams that not think that they were in the conversation for a national championship be able to participate I've said, you know, I think for the last couple years now, Dick, is that we shouldn't even have rankings until maybe week five or week six, but at the same time, they do exist, and, you know, it's you don't often see Kentucky that high, so I think there's a lot of excitement around the program, and and now when you're playing a Youngstown State team who has so much history with your coaching staff, whether it be Coach Stoops or Vince Morrow, who have Uh, either played at the university like vince did at one point or or stoops whose whole family seems to have coached at that university um you know if this wasn't the one for them to break the bear record um it's still going to be a pretty good time with everybody coming to town
3: yeah and i agree we've talked about the polls before and you know the ap poll the coaches poll that's all well and good the college football poll the college football playoff people have their own But they do lean on those polls, but they're fun for the fans. So, you know, there's there's a there's a way to
16: we got to have something to talk about. Yeah, exactly.
3: Right. But I got to think that you and Shannon like the fact that they expanded the playoff, but they did it quietly, Billy. That's what surprised me. You know, they just kind of slipped it into a news dump toward the weekend.
16: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. And they say that, you know, it could be implemented in 2026. I think it's yeah. going to be earlier than that. I mean, I think there's going to be some motivation to get this done. I really like the aspect of playing on your home campus in the first round. Uh, You're not only going to generate more revenue for the schools that make it, but I think that'll just be cool atmospheres. You know, cool to see an SEC team go north in the later months and have to play in some real weather or four or five or six SEC teams making the college football playoff. It's possible. But, you know, I think I'm never going to complain about more football. And now that these players are getting paid to a degree with name, image and likeness, I don't feel as bad about asking them to play one or two more games in a season. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I would think that the players
3: who have missed out on the opportunity to play late in the season for a championship very likely would say, Hey, that's okay with me. So, uh, by the way, speaking of changes and, and, and sneaking in some, late news you guys talk much about the baseball rule changes i got into that one night a little bit some of them need to happen some of them are a joke like the the ban on the shifts you know Uh little leaguers learn how to hit the opposite way but big leaguers it's outlawed now the shifts are um i don't know if that's good for baseball or not some of it is but some of it's stupid
16: yeah we touched on it a little bit um and i have to agree with you i think it's very stupid that we can't ask these athletes that are making many times millions upon millions of dollars to hit the other way or to lay down a bunt i mean yeah. there's one thing if you're uh you know specialize in a certain aspect of your game but for n- to to not even be able to hit it the other way i think is bad so i didn't think that was necessary uh and now i guess it will be changed bigger bases another thing that they're changing dick i don't know if that's for increasing stolen base numbers but maybe for the health of the game, where so you don't step on an ankle when you're yep. going to for a play at first. Yep. I think these are all okay changes, Dick. It's not going to make me jump back into baseball or quit watching baseball if I was in one of those two extremes. But I, I am with you. The shift thing I thought was something that was all just talk for a while that they would change this, and now that they've actually done it, I think it's it's a stupid part of the game that that actually uh, took some strategy to pull off yeah. at one point.
3: You know, what's interesting is the competition committee which I think had 11 people on it included four players and they all voted against it. All four of them. Is that right? Yeah. You know, uh, and and I don't know how the players in general feel. And I had read someplace where that was sort of a protest vote, but I got to think that, that they felt that way. So, but somebody else made a great point just about changes in general. Other sports have changed for the better. The, you know, basketball has changed with a shot clock and a three pointer and, and, different uh, fouls being called that used to not be called, and vice versa. And, of course, as you know, you're a big football fan, especially in the NFL. Rules changes there have helped catapult football to the top of the American sports psyche. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, every Sunday afternoon, and you know with a minute left to play and your team down four points, you're going to move down the field and maybe score a touchdown because of the way the rules have changed. Baseball hadn't changed in a 100 years. So, and, and we know that it's no longer, it never will be again, America's pastime. So, you know, there were some changes that were needed. No question about that. What else did you guys get into this week?
16: Uh, well, let's see. Um, the news finally that Chris Rodriguez would be returning to Kentucky right. for the Ole Miss game October right. 1st, I think is huge. I think Lavelle Wright may have his best game of the year in one of these two next games. I know right. that you have said that name a lot with, uh, Chris Rodriguez being out and Cavastier Smoke is still carrying that torch. But I, I, that guy has so much talent that I'm expecting him to have a really good game in these next couple of days. And also, um, or a couple of weeks, excuse me. How about John Clay in the Herald leader coming out and saying, build the statue for Mark Stoops. Let's get the bronze going and let's do it right <laughs> now while he's still the coach at the university. Now, Dick, I am, uh, I'm with John. I think he does deserve a statue. I think that. When you're the all-time winningest coach at a program and and where he's brought it from the depths that it was at, then I I think he actually does deserve it. But to do it while he's still at the school, then you're starting to get to that bad juju and the superstition. And, you know, what if it ends badly? You know, Joe Paterno was a name that we threw around of a guy that got a statue and then things ended pretty poorly. They had to take it down. So I want your thoughts, Dick, on whether you think we should be building a statue yet.
3: I agree with you completely. I agree with John. I think that it should be, as of right now today, in the offing. But I'm like you. I'm a little conservative about that. Look, you mentioned Joe Paterno, and yeah, and I know that's an extreme example, but you have to look at that. Let me throw another name out at you, okay. Bobby Petrino. There uh-huh. were people in the city of Louisville where you used to work. Now You, you weren't there when he was there. But what if they had put up a statue to Petrino back when he was doing, when he had Louisville in the national championship conversation? Next thing yeah. you know, Ed, to your point, ends badly. I know people who wanted a statue of Tom Jurich put up. How did that work out? College sports are fickle. And as I, as I said, I do agree with John. And then I think if things keep going, whether whether Stoops leaves or not, I do think at some point, that wouldn't be a bad thing. And I'm like, John, I like statues. And I was very proud of the university from which I graduated when they put up the, uh, the statues of the four young men who broke the color barrier mm-hmm. for Kentucky. But timing is everything, I believe.
16: What else? Um, how about the volleyball game that you called? You were able yeah. to call on the UK Sports Network, airing on the, the radio side, along it with it being on ESPN, which is such how a big that. platform for those volleyball schools and all the yeah. girls that play volleyball across the state of Kentucky. Um I was able to tune in for a bit of it. Luckily, the part I tuned into was the fourth set where Kentucky had to rally to come back and to extend the game. You know, Dick, you have been the one that, that's been front and center saying, hey, just come to a game, give it a chance. It will be exciting. You will have a good time. And I felt that energy through the radio. So despite Kentucky falling short against Louisville, I thought this was a great showcase of the sport and one that I think many in Big Blue Nation have become a fan of more in recent years after their national championship in
3: 2020. 100% right. Uh, I think one thing that works against volleyball is the scheduling in that ordinarily they play on fridays and sunday afternoon and sometimes fridays people want to go to high school football or Mm. they just have other plans i just sometimes i think that works against them although kentucky draws well and other schools draw really well that have won for a long time not so sure about sunday afternoon how that figures in but the fact that it was a wednesday prime time And to your point, yeah, it was on the mothership on ESPN, not to mention. And I was very delighted that we were back on the radio with with volleyball, which we did several years ago before the SEC network moved in. So, yeah, I'll say it again. Just give it a try. But now people who have seen it, you know, spilling into their living rooms, perhaps they'll say next time, maybe Sunday, I'm going to go watch them play Nebraska, the number two team. In the nation. And a Couple of minutes things,
16: left. Yep. Two things before we go uh from this topic. One, let's get some AC and Memorial Coliseum. I think those girls <laughs> definitely coming. deserve it. It's coming. And then two, uh a lot of challenges in the little yeah. part of the game that I was able to watch. Is it is it often like that?
3: No, no. A lot of challenges, uh primarily in the fifth set. Mm-hmm. But this was a huge match with so much on the line, and the coaches had saved their challenges. So yeah, that really ground the, the match to a halt. And my broadcast partner on SEC Plus, Kathy DeBoer, head of the coaches association, she hates it when the when the games grind to a halt. So yeah, that's that's a point well taken. Uh less than a couple of minutes left. So what you guys often talk about non-sports related stuff. Mm-hmm. Anything good?
16: Yeah. Um, you know, Bourbon and Beyond is in Louisville this weekend. So Shannon, the dude, and I actually went yesterday with my girlfriend as well to navigate the crowds, and Shannon had some good tips. So maybe like 30 minutes before the set that is about to start that you want to go see, that's the time to go find your spot. And as you get closer to the stage, it may get a little tighter, but you can't, there is room. You know, it's kind of a free for all when you're out there in these music festivals. So if you want to get closer, just, you know, kind of bump a couple shoulders, get up there. (laughs) Also, if you're going this weekend, you can bring an empty bottle of water. They have free water stations Uh. so you don't get too dehydrated. I recently watched the Woodstock 99 documentary about the disaster that that music festival yep. was. So yep. so always have some water in your back pocket just in case something happens. But uh really good time out there. Glad uh, I was able to get out there. And maybe I'll see some of you out there at Louder Than Life, which is next week as well.
3: About 30 seconds left. Uh, you uh and I appreciate your birthday wishes. My wife did not make a birthday cake. No she cake. Made me, made me birthday cobbler, which I love. Mm,
14: so my okay. question
3: to you is, is that an affront to nature? No cake pie or cobbler instead
16: (laughs) you know i think uh it it just comes down to preference you know i saw stoops got his cake from mitch barnhart not a statue yet but just enjoy (laughs) your cake mark and maybe we'll talk about a statue later
3: maybe make a statue out of cake okay now players can can shout down on that billy and the dude every morning at 9 a.m following the leach report on this very radio station billy we will talk to you tomorrow billy our studio network manager on game days Have a good weekend. You too, Dick. I always like to check in with Billy at the end of the week. I don't get to hear all of his shows, every show. So I want to know what he and Shannon have talked about. And I miss getting back and forth with Billy as we used to do on the Big Blue Insider. Keep in mind, too, though, on Monday nights, our statewide show, we are back live at 8 p.m., with Aaron Gershon, our old buddies, we put the band back together. So thanks to Billy once again. we we'll back with Heroes, Fools, and Flakes in just a minute, 630 WLAP. That was the week that was.
12: It's over. Let it go.
2: Download our free iHeartRadio app and take us with you. Presented by Isaacs and Isaacs Entry Lawyers. win.com. This is News
0: Radio 630 WLAP. When you want the best, Neil Huffman has it. NeilHuffman.com. The iHeartRadio Music Festival, where the biggest stars from all walks of music come together. September
2: 23rd and 24th, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Limited seats are still available
12: at AXS.com or stream it live on the CW app and CWTV.com.
8: iHeart and Capital One created a free iHeartRadio Music Festival NFT dropping September 19th for 72 hours. Capital One cardholders can get a special NFT unlocking a chance for a trip to next year's festival. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash Capital One NFT for rules and details.
4: With over six decades of experience supplying some of your favorite Kentucky restaurants, Seaworth Superstore is one of the most respected names in the industry.
17: My name is J.P. Gibson, the owner and, and proprietor of Gibson's Restaurant in the Brown Barrel in Midway, Kentucky. The reason we do our menus the way we do is to actually show Kentucky products. So like fried green tomatoes with a charred corn bacon cream sauce, Cheese cheeseburger, filets with the fingerling potatoes, the cabernet reduction with some charred Brussels sprouts. All these items complement what we do here in Kentucky. So when we brought on this project, we had a lot of things that we had to overcome. The building was the older Seaworth. We do all the research and help us find the right equipment to match the building to make sure everything was a proper fit for what we're doing in our style of restaurant.
4: Seaworth Superstore. Your commercial culinary connection. 269-5964. Or online anytime at seaworthsuperstore.com.
17: Scott Elliott and Dan Adams over at Seaworth were there for us every step of the way.
4: Attention fleet owners. Your vehicles are a traveling advertisement for your business keeping them clean and presentable speaks volumes about your business with winter on its way protect your investment with hydrosphere services the only call you need to make to keep your fleet looking top notch with hydrosphere you're getting the best in class power washing service with the best in class commercial grade equipment visit hydrosphere services.com and fill out our online service form or call 219-2200 that's 219-2200
15: for over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jaco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at NorthsideRVs.com.
11: Go Cats! A lot has changed in our 35 years at the boot store, but what hasn't changed is our commitment to having a huge selection of quality name-brand boots, western wear, and accessories. And as always, we strive to give you the best fit possible at a fair competitive price. Whether you need boots for a day on the job or a night on the town, do your feet a favor and come and see us at the boot store. We're just a few minutes south of Fayette Mall on Nicholasville Road. Get your
16: boots at the boot store. <laughs>
2: This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP.
3: Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Final segment of our program and time only for Heroes, Fools, and Flakes. Our hero tonight is Roman Harper. That's right, the SEC Network talking head who actually lit a fire under the Wildcats. What he said might have been maddening, disturbing, disturbing. Something that made Kentucky fans angry, but it made the Wildcats angry as well
15: when he said this. Florida's gonna win this game and they're going to, I think they're gonna win it pretty handily too because
11: Whoa ho, ho,
15: ho. Uh, I'm just telling you
11: Florida's uh, gonna win this game and I think they're gonna win it handi- win it handily.
15: If you want to win this game, you got to stop Florida up front. Kentucky looked a little bit softer, and I hate using that word softer. Ooh, I like that But word. they were not as physical up soft front not running
11: a, I mean, the if football. If you can't room, run for 50 yards. You're in that yards. Kentucky locker room right now.
3: You don't want to hear Roman Harper saying, you're soft. This was on the Paul Feinbaum show on the SEC Network, and Feinbaum nailed it. Wildcats were listening. They tried to downplay it, but you knew that that wasn't the case. After the game... Mark Stoops yelled this to his team.
15: Hey, first thing i got to say is who's soft <laughs> <Who's up> now?
3: Who's soft now? So you know that got under their skin, and it definitely made a difference in the way they played against Florida and got the big win down in Gainesville. So hats off. And by the way, Harper said, use me as ammo. I, I'm the ammo guy. If you need it. <laughs> I'm feeding it to you right now, Kentucky Wildcats. But then later on, he said something about send me a check. No, it doesn't work that way. Sorry about that. Our fool tonight is the NBA for the way it handled the Robert Sarver situation. He's the majority owner of the Phoenix Suns, and right now the minority owners are upset that he was not ejected from the NBA. The league suspended Sarver from all league activities for one year, fined him $10 million, but stopped short of forcing him to sell the team the way it did with the LA Clippers and Donald Serling. The league's investigation found that Sarver had used the N-word at least five times when relaying statements from black people. He was found to have demeaned and bullied female employees and made inappropriate physical contact with male employees. Uh, And still, the league chose to keep him around. Our flake tonight, I just don't get this. According to Shane Beamer, the South Carolina coach, ESPN will hold the start of the South Carolina-Georgia game for 12 minutes. Generally, as he points out, game day runs right up until noon. Then they switch to whatever game, even if it's not the game day uh, site and the game days at App State by the way this week as we said earlier but they go right into kickoff they'd say hi how are you and then boom they kick things off. He claims that the Carolina Georgia game will kick a 1212 that's what he said on his Collins show. Because he said they want to highlight the pre-game festivities inside and out of Williams-Brice Stadium, which will include the Gamecocks running out to the 2001 theme. He said it needs to be rocking, and I know it will. This is a credit to our fan base and the way they make Williams-Brice special. Well, that's great, except if you're going to do it at Williams-Brice, which is good. I mean, they've got a good fan base, and they have a big time. How do you not do it everywhere? How do you not make a case for dozens of schools with great atmospheres and great pregame festivities to hold kickoff all across the country, no matter what time the game is scheduled to start? Just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That's going to do it. Thanks to all of our guests, Eli Gain, Gary Graves, and Billy Rutledge. See you on the radio tomorrow afternoon. That's it. Good night from the garage in Lexington
11: got a slight weight problem no, no. yeah i do no. yeah yeah i do <laughs> so i went to this doctor and uh, he told me i i swallowed a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizzas
6: <laughs> with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere